2: Million bucks, bucks things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell me who could it be but Steve oh, yeah, listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. listen <laughs> 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 oh, 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 why don't you join oh, yeah, in? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Them
3: out, turn them out, turn them Come on, Come on, your thing, Big Daddy. Uh huh. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, Dig Me Now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, one more time. Steve Harvey got a radio show. Yeah, I do, man. I thank God for it every day. You know, um, my message this morning, man, is real clear. Uh, it's something that's been on me to uh, share. And um, it, it's it's amazing, you know. Um, God can do some amazing things for you but what happens along the way is and I, and I and I don't know that I mean to say but but the fact that God can do some amazing things for you there comes adversity along with it every single time it 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 just goes without saying and I uh I was having a a a of a fairly, I mean, well, not fairly, but a hugely successful week. I had never seen this type of hatred uh, before. I, I hadn't seen it, and it's it's a great trick that the devil does. You know, when when God is blessing you and giving you some up, uh, some some great opportunities in your life, as all of you have gone through. And it is isn't it amazing how some negative thing crops up, and that's what you have to focus on. I, I found out that I don't have to, but you wind up focusing on it and your energy goes over to that to try to deal with it, counteract, wonder why it was happening, you got to make phone calls, what was this about blah 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 blah. And and it and it and it it, it throws you off the course you were on. The beginning of the week, I was so grateful. I was so amazed. I was really thanking God for opportunity, for this brief moment the enemy slides this, this little factor in there that it causes you to, and it requires your attention. You have to pay it attention because you don't know. You're going, wow, man, let, let me see what this could really be. How how much dirt is this really that they're trying to do? And so it requires your attention. But in that attention, you lose your focus on really all the blessings and the good thing that God does for you, the the enemy has an amazing trick that he does that. And it was, and it was in my head, I got to tell y'all, all week long, man. And I was doing some amazing stuff. I was having such a blessed week, man, in terms of press and PR and where God was taking me. And then when I got back, I was talking with my wife. And then I was talking to a good friend of ours. And they shared something that really helped me out. And they said to me, new level, new devil. (laughs) You know, it's, it's, it's something really simple. But new level, new devil. Every time you go to another level, every time you go a little bit higher, every time God has a blessing in store for you, every time he moves you in position, do you understand that the enemy's job is to make you not see the blessing Make you not be grateful for it. Lose your focus and focus on this that I just threw in your way. This stumbling block, this obstacle, this trickery. And man, I was, I was, I got, I just got to tell you, man. I mean, I, it, it was so filled with hatred that I had to, I really spent some time addressing it. I, you know, I got publicists on the phone. I said, what's, what's happening here? Y'all not watching this? Y'all not, what, what, what was, what was this attack? You knew, you didn't know these angles. What, what was, and, and you know. Steve, chill. New level, new devil. If you get a promotion on your job, guess what? Somebody ain't happy that you got the promotion. So here come the hate. You don't even even really know these people. You, You have no idea. Every time you make a decision to make your relationship with your spouse better, Man, this is it. You know what I'm going to start doing? I'm going to do this, man, so me and my girl can go on and have this, so me and my man can go on and have this. Watch what happens. Every single time, here comes the new level, (laughs) the new devil, the trick. You don't need to do that. What you doing that for her? She don't appreciate it. He ain't going to appreciate it. Look over here, man. Look at that right there. Ain't he not? You know, he missed. He didn't call you, and he said he was going. All types of stuff. It just happens all the time. And I was sitting over here talking with this friend, really good friend, very spiritual person. And they said, uh, you know something, Steve, you know, I was talking to Jesus and said I was having this conversation with Christ. And I said, God, for real? You mean to tell me every time that something good happens to me? You mean every time I try to go to the next level, every time you put me on the next level, you mean to tell me that I got to go through this right here? Are you for real? And then my friend said, Jesus said to her, they did it to me. (laughs) And we just fell out laughing. They did it to me. They did it to him. They did it to him. For him to go to the next level, and, you know, I I was just going over the whole story about the crucifixion and everything. That had to be amazing, man. Of all the hate he had endured, all the prosecuting he had endured, they thought ultimately what we'll do is we'll nail him on a cross and crucify him and that'll be the end of him. And we'll put him in this tomb and we'll put this big stone up there and that'll be the end of him. But what they did not know was all you was doing was setting the tone for the next level because eventually the stone got rolled away and he went and got placed with his father where he was headed to anyway. He ultimately knew that his ultimate goal was to get to his father. So, when you when you when you thought you were doing what you were doing to him, and you put him in a tomb and you put the big stone up in there, and the stone got rose got rolled away, and he went eventually to where he was trying to get to. That story is in place for all of us to remember that when we are going through some things. Could it be because we are going to a place? You know, it could be just a place in life. It could be just a a, a different level in life. That's all it has to be. But there is going to be the adversarial challenges that come with it. And those are the moments we must expect, expect and take them head on and still not lose your focus or appreciation for what God has done for you. So in light of all of that, I'm able to say today, that I thank my Heavenly Father, I really do, for all the blessings he's bestowed upon me, and all of the haters, and all of the liars, and all of the backstabbers, and all those people. When you get through lying, when you get through stabbing, when you get through gossiping and doing what you do, I'm still going to the next level. I'm still going. You cannot stop what God is has in store for you. No one can stop that.
4: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
0: Your clothes shouldn't just reflect your style. They should fit your lifestyle too. Our friends at Kohl's understand that, which is why they offer an amazing selection of products and national brands that don't make you choose between fashion and function, style and comfort, Work and Workout, I'm talking all of your favorites like Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, Champion, and more. Designed for the look you want and the life you lead, all at the value you'll love. And now Kohl's has a new exclusive athleisure brand of their own called Flex. FLX. Flex balances smart, relevant style with functional performance and comfort
3: Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And everything we do this morning gonna be on and cracking, you know what I'm saying? Everything, (laughs) I mean everything. Yes, everything we do is gonna be wonderful today. Those are all the voices I know how to do. I've done them all to say good morning and welcome to the ride, y'all. Steve Harvey Morning Show, Shirley Strawberry. Hey Steve, you sure there aren't more? Uh, it probably is. <laughs> never problem. mind, never problem. mind. <laughs> you know, I did them. I just improvised, so I just decided to move on. I ain't even want to do that. Carla Faria, welcome back. Uh,
0: good morning. What's up, crew? Thank you. I'm what? back. Girl.
5: Yeah. yeah. Uh huh.
3: <laughs> what? Too. Let's go. What's up, Junior?
5: Morning, everybody. Morning up. Welcome back, Carla Faria.
3: Thank you, Jay. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. hey that's hey. it, Steve. Yeah, that's it. That's it that's for it. today. Oh, this <laughs> yeah. is my this last day up. in Cairo, Egypt. Uh be leaving yeah. today. All praises to my Heavenly Father. You know, man, sometimes, too, man, God. I just go, Steve, sometimes I really have to. I was in a meeting, right, mm-hmm. in Cairo, and I'm sitting at the head of the table with this head of this institution. The king or something. <laughs> Uh, I can't say, this is head of this institution and everybody was going around the table introducing themselves and the Uh guy said and would you please state because you know Egypt is on the continent of Africa, Africa really really pushes education man, it is not Mm -hmm. what we've been taught this continent is and so everybody was going around the table listing their education there was so many Nigerians there, and Kenyans there, and people from South Africa, they were all around the table. Several of them had gotten educated at Cornell, Harvard, NYU, mm-hmm. and come, come mm-hmm. back home mm-hmm. to bring their talents back to the continent. It was impressive, man. They were going around the table and everybody was naming their names and their education. It got to my side over here, and all my team, Mo House. And, you know, law degrees and you know, biochemist and all this here. Everybody, I was last.
6: Hmm. I'm the only one Come in on. the meet
3: Ain't here got go. no damn degree
1: on anything. Uh-huh. Not said, a piece uh, of paper.
3: I said, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, one and only Glenville High School. Wait.
2: You introduce
1: yourself. I love I it. Come on. Myself. I said, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, Big up
3: the one and only, uh-huh. from Glenville High School, <laughs> <laughs> one of the greatest entertainers of all time, yes. Steve Harvey. That yes, Steve. That That whole damn Steve. table <laughs> erupted. <laughs> uh, the, the laughing, this, this uh-huh. Ooh, right
2: here.
0: Voted yeah. most difficult.
3: <laughs> Y'all got let them have it. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't got no degree.
7: <laughs> Great <laughs> intro, Steve. We love you for it. Uh, it. Coming up at <laughs> 32 minutes after the hour chief love officer is here. He's been here all week uh, just blessing us with his great answers to these relationship questions. We'll have your questions coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, right after this.
4: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh,
7: chief love officer in the building. If you have some questions for Steve, C-L-O, go to Steve Harvey FM and submit your questions. Steve, here we go. This one is from Lorette in Memphis. Lorette says, my daughters want me to start dating again i've been a widow for five years and i guess it wouldn't hurt if a man friend uh if i had a man friend to hang out but uh i'm saved and i will not be having sex when i meet men should i tell them this up front chief
3: love officer what say you well first of all let's just be honest you said if you had a male friend
7: Uh uh-huh to hang out you
3: are saved and you won't be having sex should i tell them that up front first of all let's just accomplish first things first you don't have anyone you're dating your daughters want you to start dating again because you're a widower so why don't you start the dating process first ain't nobody asked you for no sex (laughs) that ain't even the issue right now she knows it's It's, yeah okay i understand that you but you're anticipating a problem that you don't have. So in anticipation of the problem, you will then attract the problem. Mm -hmm. But since you Uh -uh. saved... Uh -uh. Okay. Come Uh -uh. on now. But see, since you Mm -hmm. saved and you waiting on God to send you the man, he could send you just the right man. Amen to that. Because you have sex before you marry, ain't gonna make you the worst person in the world, and you sure ain't gonna be the first. You are human. Uh People Mm -hmm. want to overlook that fact. You are human. You are subject to error. Now, I appreciate you wanting to hold on to your values and your virtue, and as you should. But don't beat yourself up when you do make a mistake. You got that right. I mean, Steve,
7: I hear what you're saying, and God is a forgiving God. I I got you. And I'm not saying
3: she's wrong Mm -hmm. in anything she's saying Mm -hmm. at all she Mm -hmm. has every right Mm -hmm. to want to do what i want but don't right but don't Mm -hmm. attract a problem that don't exist yet that's what i'm saying i like that the law of attraction is work it's at work
7: Mm-hmm.
2: That's all
3: Okay.
7: All right, Lorette in Memphis. I hope you took that advice. Uh, Pat in Charlotte says, Steve, my husband and I will be married for five years in May, and I am the breadwinner now. I make a lot more money than my husband, and I'm afraid it will be a problem in due time. How can I keep my marriage on good terms despite this? Good question
3: right there. Now, is she saying her husband isn't working, or she just makes considerably more She's saying she's
7: the breadwinner now, which makes it kind of implies that uh, he's not working. And then she says, I make a lot more money than my husband. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of ambiguous the way she put it. Anything big. Yeah, probably, Okay.
3: Yeah. I've probably given this answer a hundred times on this show, but mm-hmm. it bears repeating because it's the answer to the same question. There are women who make more money than their husband. And how do you keep that from being a problem? This is what a financial planner told me. His name is Roger Salters from San Mar Financial in Chicago. He said, this is how you handle that situation. You have to have four bank accounts minimum if you are in a relationship with another person that's committed. If you're in a very committed relationship, that should be four bank accounts. So here's what you do. You, the breadwinner, take your check and allow him, the breadwinner of whatever level he's at, take his check. You all put that money in a joint account. That joint account pays all household necessities and deals, car notes, electric, gas, groceries, the things that have to be paid to maintain life, food, shelter, clothing. Then then you need to have one savings account where you all agree that that joint money that you all have melted together so it doesn't always have to make him feel bad because he don't have the same as you, Put agreed that we're going to save x percentage of money or x amount of dollars and you put it into a joint savings that cannot be touched without two signatures so you and him have to sign to move the money that's the second account the third and fourth account that you both need are individual accounts you allot and you allot a allowance to each party that they control those account themselves Now, nothing in the law says that those individual accounts have to be equal. My wife's account, my wife's individual account is bigger than my account. Why? Because it takes more for her to be a woman than it takes for me to be a man. It -hmm. just do. The cost of their clothing is more, hair care, nails, spa Mm -hmm. treatments, all that stuff costs way more than a man's day-to-day. All I need is cigars and some golf clothes. But a woman going to (laughs) need all that other stuff. And so I'm not saying it has to be equal amounts. So she Mm -hmm. decides what her allotment is, and they both decide what his allotment is. Those monies from the joint account get sent out to those individual accounts. Everybody gets to keep their individuality, and everybody has a sense of dignity because they feel as though they've made equal contributions. If you you don't want to do that system right there, you will struggle. And he mm. was 100% All right, Steve. correct. Next question.
7: Thank you. That's for Pat and Charlotte. Here's uh, Jessica in Philly, Steve. We have uh-huh. um, this question. It says, Uncle Steve, why do the littlest guys have the most confidence? Dang,
3: Uncle Steve, why here. do the littlest guys what? have the most confidence? Let me ask you this question. <laughs> why are the littlest guys always bodybuilders? You very rarely see a professional bodybuilder over six no body feet. Board. Cause we ain't got nothing to prove. And now that Tommy's at work, Tommy, why yes. is it that what? the what? littlest people <laughs> seem to have the most confidence? The fact that Junior and I can admit that we're not attractive men and you constantly keep telling people how pretty you are. Tommy, yes, why you do. is that? Um,
1: um yeah. Y'all ugly Hold on, I'm, hold on. He didn't ugly. hear that cuz he yeah, got to get
3: up to the mic. Hold on. I heard it. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> we got to come back though. We got to come
7: back. Uh, <laughs> this is too good. Um <laughs> talk about good time. Nephew Nephew yeah. Tommy's run that prank Shut is up, coming Tony. up after this and then we'll we'll uh revisit this question right after this. <laughs>
4: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: Coming up at the top of the hour we have some entertainment news. Spike Lee is not going uh to any more Knicks games. Plus Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news.
1: We can the story. Don't nobody kill.
7: We got Tommy standing by with today's prank, but you wanted to finish uh, your uh, chief love officer question. It was from Jessica yeah. in Philly. She said, Uncle Steve,
1: I why do the littlest guys have, have the most confidence? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
5: Our ugly ass wants
1: to know.
3: And so. Why do y'all call
1: yourself this? ugly? Why do you do that? I'm why? confident in anything that I do. But why are y'all not confident to not be ugly? Why are y'all that? Because we
3: tall enough to look and see ourselves in the mirror. <laughs>
1: I can see myself in the mirror, Nia. and I'm what? not that ugly. One of them. I'm not <laughs> jumping. ugly. If you jump I'm not jumping your be... ass
3: up there and look in that mirror, you might find <laughs> out that your ass is unattractive, too.
1: I'm not unattractive. You all might say that y'all are unattractive, and you do that, you condemn yourselves, but I am not ugly. What? I'm not unattractive. I am smart, I am kind, and I am important. Peculiar <laughs> is right over there with ugly, though. <laughs> Can
2: you're important. Junior.
1: Peculiar is right over there with
3: ugly. Yeah, oh, Peculiar? If you look peculiar, Tommy, that's
1: the same thing as ugly. Junior, this the first time Junior ever used peculiar. He ain't never been, he, okay, he never said peculiar. Okay, strange? Now, I've told you you look strange.
3: What? Tommy is the same person that challenged Deion Sanders to a foot race and lost. Tommy is the same he's person confident. that thinks he's attractive. Tommy is the same person that challenged wait, wait. Junior to a foot race at Lost.
1: Ask the ladies. Am always. I not attractive, ladies? Am I not attractive? Here we attractive?
2: go. Here we go. You're, you're
7: cute. You're cute, Tommy. Carla. You're all right.
3: Carla. You're
7: all right. I'm all right. Call him.
3: You all right. Yeah. All, don't, all, don't, all right don't, don't. is a word you say call to
1: unattractive people. Call it on do this. No, do not do this. <laughs> yeah, call
5: that's
7: not it do, that not that do it. this. That is
1: that's an unattractive person. It is <laughs> right over there
5: with
7: peculiar. All
3: right. Peculiar. <laughs> all right.
2: Strange.
3: <laughs> Damn. You know, he good people. <laughs> yeah. He good <laughs> all right, oh. look. He good people. Oh. He to another He got nice what? personality though. <laughs> oh <No>. great spirit.
7: <laughs> yeah. Come on, come on, Tommy. Run that prank In, back. got? Okay.
1: The, the, the prank is relationship departure. Okay. That's what we're running back. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna sit here and be ugly for you. I will not do it. I will not fall you. into Let's your trap you I am you. sexy. I am kind. And I'm in (laughs) court. This is relationship (laughs) departure. This is relationship (laughs) departure. Anybody who (laughs) recently told you you was fine. Anybody. Get to the
4: Uh, prank.
1: Relationship uh, uh, departure. Come on, cat. Hello?
4: Hey, Brian. Hey, baby.
1: Yeah,
5: what's up? I was, um, I was calling to tell you Baby, look, I just, I, I just can't
2: do I this got anymore. It, I got it. Huh? What? what, what hello. You, you, Uh-oh. Hello, Brian. Hey,
1: uh, Brian. Hey, this is Greg. I know, I know you was just talking to Val, but, but this is, this is Greg talking to. you. It's Brian, right? Greg who? Greg who? Yeah, this is Brian. Greg, I was just talking to my wife. Uh, could you put her back on the phone? Uh, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be able to do that. So, why, hey, why can't you do that, man? Hey, let me explain something to you. Uh, all right, there's some things, you know, long conversations about this. Whoa,
8: whoa, whoa. How you know my wife on a 1st name basis like that,
2: man? How
1: you, who are you? Like I said, man, my name is Greg. Uh, okay. All right, at the airport. Okay. At, well, airport? At, w- which airport? At, why are you, what, what are you at the airport with my wife for? Hey, let me... What, tra- what, hey, what, hey, 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 dog. All of this is complicated, okay? It's real... Yeah, it is. Yeah, make it simple for me. Okay, so what I want to explain to you, what I, let me explain to you, man. What? We've had a lot of long conversations about this. It's something that she. What? When? when? When
8: was this? Why, why
1: are you at the airport with my wife? with me. And with me. why is leaving with me, okay? What? what leaving? And y'all, what do you mean leaving? Leaving me? Oh, hell no. Put her on the phone. Hey, I don't even want to talk to you, man. Put her on the phone. Put her on the phone, man. Look, you need to put her on the phone right now, leaving. I don't believe that, man. I want to hear her say that. You want to talk to me? Oh, not hear
8: yeah, you saying. Yeah, let, yeah, let me talk to my wife, man, because you about
1: to make it. Yeah, what's up?
4: What's this dude talking Calm about? Down, sweetie. Come- Calm, you know, calm I've been down for trying that, right? to tell yeah. you
5: this for a while. See, so you think everything's okay, but it hasn't been okay. Why, why, why are you telling
1: me this over the phone? Why can't you just come home and I tell try. me this in my face, got, man? Got, go, go yeah. like, why can't you just tell me this in my face? Hey, 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 bro.
2: Come on, man. No, man. Why are
1: you home, man? I was just talking to my wife, man. Hey, 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 bro. I, I, I know this is painful, man. No, you don't know, right? You don't know nothing, hey, brother, all right? Hey, brother, I know this know is nothing. Okay. But ladies, just put my wife on the phone, please. please. If you if you got any ounce of a man, in you just put my wife back on the phone.
2: All right, I, I, <laughs> all, right all
1: right, bro. Let me let me let me say. This. Let, me, let me can I say something to you, man? What you got to say, man? It's less than my wife on the phone, but you ain't got nothing to tell a, I'm me. A, I'm gonna put her on in a second, but let me say this to you, man. Say it, say it, man,
8: and wrap it
1: up, all right? Cause I need to talk to my wife. I just want you to know this, Brian. Is, let me know something. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tommy. got me to prank. Phone call
2: you. You what? You Hold on. So, so, okay, if you pranking me, what's up with
1: the airport stuff in the back then? Y'all at the airport? No, bro. Your oh. wife is here at the studio, man. Ain't nothing happening, man. Your wife. Hold on. I'm going to let you talk to <laughs> cool, her. Huh? Yeah, yeah. You all right? First oh, of all, are you all right?
2: Man, uh. Oh, man, oh, it was about
8: to be a murder scene, man.
9: Mm-hmm. Look at oh. me now. now. Now who's the big <laughs> okay. prankster,
1: huh? I got you. Ah. Finally. You, you could have been a little bit Ooh, more I'm subtle so than this. I'm so tired of you doing I mean... <laughs> that to me.
5: You and, your, you and your brother, you think y'all the only ones going
2: to prank people. He said
1: wow. like you and your brother be oh. pranking all the time, man. Boy, man, it's,
8: it's
2: light stuff. No, I though. Girl, you ain't. Oh, oh, man, happy birthday,
4: got...
1: baby.
8: Oh, you got a birthday <laughs> oh, coming up? Happy birthday, Brian. <laughs> this, this, yeah, man. Great gifts. Great <laughs> gifts, man.
2: Let me talk to my wife, man.
1: All right, yeah. all right I got it. I ain't got nothing to do with your wife. Hold on. Please, you mm-hmm. got me, all right? Don't, don't, you ain't got to go this far, all right? You <laughs> ain't got to go this far every time. It's
5: supposed to be funny. I did feel a little bad when you kind of started tearing up, but I'm glad to know you fight for me like that. Uh-oh.
8: Uh-oh. Yes. fight. It was going to be some <laughs> fight. It wasn't going to be a fight. <laughs> oh, girl, just a. Hey,
2: Bring your black him. Him home. I'm coming, baby. Don't even stop at red light. stop at
1: Was that was that a sexy prank? Was that a sexy?
7: Prank? All right, listen, we gotta go. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national
1: news. Right after this. Am I sexy or not, Shirley? You all right?
3: What? What part of all right you don't understand? She said you all right. That's cold For
4: damn, quit asking me.
0: AT&T understands this too. For a long time, their customers have been saying it isn't fair for new customers to get better deals than existing customers. Recently, AT&T started listening, and they made a big change. Now AT&T is giving all their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. It doesn't matter if they've been with AT&T for a few years or never have before. Everyone pays the same. That's the power of making your voice heard. We all know the typical service experience. This is a pretty big deal for AT&T to start hearing out their customers to learn and change for the better. So listen up and visit att.com slash best deals restrictions apply.
7: Well, Steve, you wanted to hear this story still trending in sports news. It's no secret that Spike Lee is a diehard Knicks fan. We all know that. In fact, he pays $300,000 a year for courtside seats to the games. However, a recent incident at Madison Square Garden has him vowing not to return for the rest of the season. Now, Spike showed up for the team's match. Against the Houston Rockets Now according to them According to him He used the same entrance He's used for over 20 years And then he, he got stopped by security According to... um This is crazy. According to them, it was the employee entrance and he couldn't use it. They wanted him to go out and use the VIP entrance. He refused for two reasons. One, because he'd already had his ticket scanned and two, because he knew they wouldn't let him in again. Also, he questioned the new policy and told the guards, you want to arrest me like Charles Oakley? While it was originally reported that Spike and team owner James Dolan had kissed and made up, uh, he disputed that claim on ESPN's first take. In fact, when he asked Dolan why he hadn't been notified about the change, Dolan said, much to Spike's chagrin, now you know. Spike said he is done going to Knicks games for wow. that reason and for
1: the season. They've lost, like, mm, they lost a great
0: Yes, they have. They've lost a great beloved friend. fan. Yeah. Why can't they fix this? Why won't they fix this? Matter of it's fact, the, the Knicks ain't worthy of spite.
2: <laughs> what you say, Junior? The
3: Knicks are not <laughs> It's It's the owner, guys. Yeah. This is the guy that had Charles Oakley thrown out publicly. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. He don't care how he embarrassed
3: black people. He's not a good owner. He doesn't know basketball. He's a billionaire with money to play with, and he's playing with an NBA franchise he doesn't he doesn't have people skills he, he always does this type of stuff he is a complete narcissist we have a prime example of that we've been dealing with for four years he doesn't know how he's not a people person this is a spoiled rich boy that just wants his way all the time why why crap on the man like that spike ain't doing nothing crazy spike been going through that interest for 20 years man 20 years they got a new policy, wow. but now he can't go back out because his ticket been scanned already. Just let the three hundred thousand dollars a year is spike. He at every game, y'all. Yes. tripping,
0: yes. man, he is, yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's so you know, i I'd heard that because I was just as they spanking. were saying. Yeah, and they were also saying, too, that the, the other celebrities that come and watch the Knicks, they go in that VIP entrance. So they wanted Spike mm-hmm. to go in that way. Well, they Spike no Lee. He's y'all number one That's fan. No
3: what difference does it mean? That's no problem. Right. He's been going through the same employee entrance for years. Now, when the right. policy got changed and they didn't tell Spike, they had scanned his ticket. One thing yeah. about black
1: people, we know... <laughs>
3: We better not Hard go
1: work back work. out there. We know how. It that's works. right,
3: Steve. That's right. That's right. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. man. We know. Well, you the scammer, ticket man. Y'all just let me through. They hassled it. That was crazy, man.
2: Yeah, that's it's true. the owner, man. That's not a good end. And the owner could have straightened
3: this whole thing out. Mm-hmm. A diehard Knicks fan when the Knicks ain't won and God knows who.
2: That's right. Mm-hmm. Huh? Matter of mm-hmm. fact,
5: Spike, don't worry about it. The Knicks record—they not worthy of your presence. Spy
1: gonna slide over to Brooklyn. That, yeah. Watch, He's mm-hmm. gonna slide right over to Brooklyn. Yeah,
3: Brooklyn there you Nation. go. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. no. oh, he, he said he wouldn't.
3: Me. No, i mean, here, Nick. All
9: right, time for today's headline, Steve. Hang in there, Spike. Ladies and
3: gentlemen, Miss and Tripp.
9: Thank you, everybody. This is Antrip with the news. Okay, authorities say that there are now 150 coronavirus cases in the United States, with California listing 53 confirmed cases, one death, sadly. So now Governor Gavin Newsom has declared an official state of emergency out there. There are 11 deaths, uh, with 11, with 10 in Washington state alone. New Jersey has its first case of the coronavirus. It's a 32-year-old Fort Lee man. His health information is on the way to the CDC for final confirmation because he's like a presumptive uh, person who they, who they presume, in other words, has the virus. But they have to get it, you know, officially st- said. And they, oh yeah, this does this is Corona. He's hospitalized in, in New Jersey, and there are 11 cases in New York, all linked to the same New York shell attorney recently back from Miami. Later today, the Senate will join the House in calling for eight billion with a B dollars to be used to fight the virus, not just here but even around the world. President Trump is expected to sign that big-money measure. The top execs of some of the nation's major airlines, meanwhile, saying that they have beefed up ways to better disinfect their planes. In the wake of the coronavirus problem, American, JetBlue, United, and Southwest say they're in danger of losing money. If more travelers decide not to engage in any overseas travel right now, European tourism has also dropped off. And in two ways, first, the Chinese stopped traveling. Hotel cancellation rates have reached 90% in some parts of Italy. Major concerts, sporting events, cultural events all being canceled in France and other countries. In fact, uh, the French officials have imposed a ban on all gatherings in France of more than 5,000 people in confined spaces. So they're treating this real seriously, and they should. Almost two dozen people still reported missing in Tennessee after a tornado ripped through Nashville, that area, on Tuesday. On the political scene with Michael Bloomberg out of the Democratic presidential primary race and Elizabeth Warren assessing her options, the focus is now pretty much on Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders and on the next week's voting, Missouri, Mississippi, Washington state, also Michigan, where Bernie Sanders seems to be already laying out his plan of attack. I think
1: some of the issues that the people of Michigan are concerned about are trade, and they were devastated by trade agreements like NAFTA and PNTR with China, trade agreements which I vigorously opposed, uh, which Joe Biden supported. And that is certainly one of the issues that I will be uh, talking about uh, in terms of uh, Michigan.
9: Bernie Sanders beat Hillary Clinton in Michigan in 2016, but Donald Trump just barely won that state in the general election. One more thing, uh, because of Joe Biden's super strong performance in Super Tuesday, uh, the stocks are rising, believe it or not. Finally, today is Dress in Blue Day. Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, to
7: to prevent the spread of the coronavirus, experts are advising people to wash their hands. Now, to do it correctly, you need to wash your hands for 20 seconds, the same length as singing Happy Birthday twice. Uh, Steve, we'll get tired of singing Happy Birthday, so do you have a short list of songs we can sing for about 20 seconds? So...
3: The coronavirus people say that you should wash your hands for twenty seconds, Mm -hmm. and that's the equivalent to singing "Happy Birthday" twice. Two times. Uh huh.
7: Yeah, they told us that at church on Sunday. Happy birthday
3: to you.
2: Uh
7: Birthday to you. You know how you are about music.
2: What you gonna say? Twenty seconds. Lean on me. Why you washing your hands? I love Love you, Morgan
3: Freeman. I'll help you carry on whoa. It won't no. be long. <laughs> I'm gonna need somebody to lean on. Lean Come on, Mr. Come on,
1: Mr. on me. I'm on Mr. Clark. That's 20 seconds mm-hmm. right there.
3: That's, okay. that's 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 a good hand washing song. How about this uh-huh. one?
1: Uh-huh. hmm
3: Mm-hmm. Grandma's mm. hands <laughs> Clapped in church on Sunday morning Grandma hands, hands Used to ache sometimes and swell Grandma's, Grandma's hands
2: <laughs> Lord,
3: they really came in handy She'd say, Billy, don't you run so fast Might uh-huh. fall on a piece of glass might be snakes there in that grass, grandma's hair. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I love the moment. <laughs> I love that. You got to be in the moans, sir
3: uh-huh. <laughs> No
2: diggity. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. 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 You got yes. another one? <laughs> 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 That's Christmas. Christmas. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Hey. You don't want the coronavirus, so dude.
3: I'm going <laughs> to get you better. <laughs> <laughs> this, Christmas, this Christmas, and as we trim the tree,
6: how much fun
3: is gonna be? Get that together. so. Good. This Christmas, <laughs> find your side. This, don't don't sing it this Christmas.
1: Clean, you Clean your yourself.
2: Carolyn's <laughs> <Well, laughs> oh, through the sing night. It, and Scrubbing this Christmas. Head.
3: We'll be hands clean going out the house. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's way better than singing some damn happy birthday. He gonna go long. All
0: right, Steve. Again, <laughs>
3: cause I <laughs> never <laughs> ever, <laughs>
2: ever <laughs> felt
3: this way right, in my All right, give it 34 minutes before, after. Oh, oh, we we'll talk
7: about Joe Biden, the comeback kid right after this. Take I us out, Steve. <laughs> whoa, whoa, my heart
4: You're listening let's to let's let's the let's Steve let's Harvey. Harvey Morning Show.
7: All right, so in trending political news, Joe Biden proved to be the comeback kid with big, big victories. Biden is now in a position to challenge Bernie Sanders for the Democratic nomination. Uh, Biden is ready. Take a listen to this. So
6: I'm here to report we are very much alive. Yeah!
3: mistake about it this campaign will send donald trump packing I like,
2: yeah. I like it
7: all right that's what we want and uh bernie sanders is optimistic as well take a listen
1: we are going to defeat trump because we are putting together an unprecedented grassroots multi-generational multi-racial movement
7: Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, and Bloomberg is out too, <laughs> by the Bloomberg way. Bloomberg is uh, out. <laughs> yeah. Elizabeth Everybody to be out of
3: Bloomberg. Has tried to hang in Come on, Liz. I've said <laughs> this from the very beginning. Yes, you have. I t- from the very beginning, I've told you who wasn't going to be in there and they need to come on out because it's march we got to get unified if you want to remove donald trump you've got to be unified because the republicans are unified elizabeth warren just come on it's all right you ran a great (laughs) race girl Mm -hmm. you was outstanding you you won some debates all that come on it's over give your money and your damn delegates you don't like Bernie Sanders, give that to Biden. Bloomberg, give all his to Biden. Mm-hmm. Globuchar, Global Amy, oh, Globuchar. gave her to Biden? <laughs> that sounds like, like a, from from like a Glob- Yeah, like
1: a Russian. You said Bo- gave Check. his to, to
3: Biden? Uh-huh. Everybody gonna get us. Anybody finna give Bernie old ass? nothing. Listen to me. Donald, when you hear Donald Trump say, the Democrats are treating Barry Sanders very unfairly. You know right. why? Because he wants the candidate to be Bernie Sanders. Because if Bernie Sanders is the Democratic candidate, we are all but handing this back to Donald Trump. Because Donald Trump is gonna scare the nation with the term socialist. Just like he scared them mm-hmm. with the wall, with immigration, just like he scared them. With talking about anti-abortion. He scares them with everything. The economy. He he used fear. He's gonna take that fear rhetoric and ram it down our throats with Bernie Sanders. Now, I like Bernie Sanders' ideas, but can I tell you something? He is doing like all politicians. He is promising something that he cannot pass. America is built on capitalism it is not built on socialism and people in the house going to be going okay so that's what this means this is what this means let me ask you because this is a team, if you work for something do you want what you've earned
2: yeah, yeah of course absolutely I mean, yeah, yeah
3: absolutely that goes without yeah. saying that goes without saying steve yes. and
0: we don't get paid what we deserve none of us
3: do absolutely not so how about this then how about Everybody just make the same thing. Nope. Not interested. Hell (laughs) no. See, Uh that's what they're going to shape up socialism to be. Because socialism is tied to communism. Communism is is tied to Russia. It's tied to Cuba. They're going to run that down our throat, man. And he's to the left, extremely to the left. And what he's saying is good for a lot of people and for the masses who are underprivileged. But if you have any aspirations of becoming privileged, that's a scary conversation, man. That's what I think that Donald Trump is going to use if it's Bernie Sanders. Biden is our only chance.
7: And that's why my yeah, that's why he Just wants to mind. run against Bernie Sanders. <laughs> right. Coming up next, Nephew here with today's prank phone call right after this.
2: Yeah.
5: What's up, it's DJ Khaled You already know what time it is, your boy DC Young Fly. Hi, my name is Carlos
1: Miller And I'm Chico Bean
5: Hey, this is Kevin Hart, hold tight The nephew has another prank call
4: coming up next You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show
5: Coming
7: up at the top of the hour Right about four minutes after It's today's Strawberry Letter My subject for today, stuck between Two women that I love
1: Hey,
2: <sighs>
7: it's not what you think, though. Shirley, it's not what you think, huh? Shirley, yes. Can
1: I say something?
3: Yes. That my yes. opinion about politics is just my opinion. Everybody yeah. is okay. free to that. think whatever you want. Now, I just want when people listen to me, Steve's in the head, talking about he don't like, so he gonna vote. No, no, no. You have your right to your opinion. I don't speak for the morning show. I was just talking to Steve. That's what you want to say, that right? There. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> you're Steve
7: Harvey yeah, and you yeah. approve this message. All right, here we go. Mm. Uh, nephew. Hey, you got one vote. Yeah.
2: Just oh, I'm
1: about to speak for just ugly like... people. I mean, not ugly people. I'm about to speak people. No, no, for you, said it, you said it right. You
3: said it right. You know, boy,
1: I'm and not. It just came out. <laughs> I'm speaking for stupid people. Not no, no.
3: You said you're n-uh. speaking you said for ugly, ugly people. Now, now, that was a mistake.
1: Me, that was a mistake. the fact
3: that you have a combination, <laughs> that ain't our fault. I don't have no you're kind stupid of and
1: ugly. <laughs> Yeah. Well you speaking for stupid people right now. Just okay. an ugly person, man. Girl Scout Cookies <laughs> is the
8: stupid prank.
1: Not ugly, just stupid. Let's go. Hello?
8: Hello, my teacher. Who's this? Hey Um, how you doing, man? My name is Glenn, man. I work in uh I work in Building Two. You work for media, right?
10: Yeah, what, what what's going on?
8: So uh, we probably met a couple times. Uh, do you have a girl? Do you have a girlfriend? Uh, why? What's up? So you guys, you guys live together or, or what? Uh, what
10: what is this your business? Like what what, what what's what's the deal? What what why are you asking about my girl?
8: Well, let me ask you this here. What's 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 going on with you and at the job?
10: Uh, I what? What do you what do you mean? What's going on with? You, you, with you, like like. I mean so, I mean you you know you know right. I mean so what like what what's what's the deal what what who who are you like who who the, who the are you like what what what's the what what is this for like why are you like I don't even know you right, right,
8: right. I, 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 right just calm down bro just calm down like I say my name is Glenn I work in Villa, too, you know and I know I'm just telling you now I know you got, I know what you been doing. Okay, I know what y'all are doing at the job. I already know, and a couple other people know what's going on. And I know you got a girl. I know you got a girl at home. I know that. What? So, so, so what? What? What, the f- what? What is this about? Like, why? Why you
10: call my phone trying to harass me about some bull****? Like, who are you? Like, what? What? What is your problem? Like,
8: hey man, hey, 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 man. I ain't finna. I ain't trying to tell you a little secret or nothing like that. I ain't trying to do that. All right. But, I, but but I'm gonna be real with you, okay? I like I said, I, you know, I got one of your names, I got your number from one of our coworkers, okay? I got your number. I said, "Hey, I want oh, to I want to give the car and talk to him about something." That's how I got your number. So yeah, who gave this, it to you? I, I I we'll get to that later, okay? We'll get to that later. But let me but let me say this though. I know what's going on with you and the job, all right? And I ain't gonna say nothing about it. You know, that's just our little secret or whatever, but I do have something that I want you to do though.
10: What, what do you want, dude? Like, what, what what the do you want? You call me, bugging me about and all this bullshit. Like, what do you want?
8: What do you want? Well, here it is, man. Listen, I ain't going to say nothing about what you got going on, all right? That ain't that ain't even, I don't even care about that. But here here's what I do want you to do. I do need some help from you, all right? Listen, my little girl is selling Girl Scout cookies. And I want you to buy 50 boxes of them, all right, with, via cash app, because she got to have them sold by tomorrow morning. Are you
10: f- kidding me, dude, bro? You okay? So you on some blackmails, bull****, And l- listen, dude, who the f- gave you my number? Cause you gonna call me, ask me to buy some f- cookies, and you you should just be a man and ask me about it. Like, don't be f- calling my phone trying to give me that bull. Like, come on, man. Like, I, I ain't got no f- time for this. Like,
8: all I'm asking you to do is buy some damn cookies, man. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just saying. I just want you to buy some cookies. I need you to buy 50 boxes of Girl Scout cookies. Can you do that
10: no, or not? No, 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 no. You ain't gonna call and try to manipulate me into buying like you're, you're, you're talking. you trying to make me buy. So I ain't gonna do nothing for you. You're disrespecting me, calling my phone, trying to act like you like you're trying to manipulate. I ain't down with that, bro. I ain't down okay, with well, that. Well
8: let, let me ask you so you you don't want to buy my cookies though. So do you want me to call your your girl and
10: see if she'll buy my cookies? Bro, you better stay the f- away from my girl, man. Like don't don't f- come near her, okay? You don't call her, you don't come near her, you don't come near me, you just need to get the f out of here. I'm about to start sixty nine this f- figure out who you are and come right after you, man. Like, because I ain't playing, bro. I ain't playing. Okay, so I'm, I'm,
8: I'm, I'll tell you what, man. I ain't going to argue with you. I ain't going to argue with you. But I, I'll get off the phone right now. I'll get off right now. And I'm going to yeah, you call better. your girl. I'm going to call your girl and see if she want to no. buy some
10: No, 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 no. You ain't called nobody. You you just get, you, you get, I swear to God, I'm going to find out who you are. I'm going to find out who gave you that number. I'm going to call you up. Like, you don't know,
8: call me trying to harass okay. me. Okay, hey, man. Hey, hey, you know what, Adrian? Cool. We're still talking about it, all right? I'm going to get the right. Phone like right. So so, so. I'll get off the phone like you want me to, Adrian. I'll do that. But let me, let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this, though. You sure you want me to call You sure you want me to do that? Right? Isn't that her name?
10: Man, you a up an individual. All right, look, how much
8: of these cookies? How much you want? Hey, man, hey, man. Tommy told me you would buy the cookies. Tommy. Yeah. Tommy told me you would buy the cookies. (laughs) Tommy?
10: Tommy? Hey, man.
8: Hey, man, check this out. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your coworker got me to break phone call you.
10: Uh (laughs) Oh, my God, I'm going to kill him. Yeah oh. I was so
8: stupid, bro Oh God so listen, listen so listen, Adrian, we have beeped we have beeped all the names so nobody knows the names at all, okay? You're good, bro. You're good. All
6: right,
10: man, and I mm. You got me. Oh God. i am i am a go I'ma take a nap, man. I, I just <laughs> use up all my energy. I'm done. <laughs> Oh, God. Like,
8: hey, what you got? I, I
10: am going to you up, man. I can't believe you got me on this for real.
8: Tell me this, man. One more thing before we go, H. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvard Morning Show, man, which is what
10: he's got played every morning. God.
1: <laughs> Kill me, bro. <laughs> And there you have it. Okay. Now was that was that yeah. nice and yeah. stupid? Was it nice and stupid? Very. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you,
0: very. Play too much.
1: Very was very. nothing yeah. ugly about it. Just stupid. That's it. Mm hmm. Them
3: mm-hmm.
1: two okay. don't oh, have to join miss. together. They don't need each other.
3: It's a, it's a oh, tough combination goodness. to live with, though. You got to ugly and stupid. Yeah, yeah you got it.
1: If, if 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 someone had that, yeah, it, that'd be a tough combination. I don't have that. To. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I'm going to be pretty. You got it. I'm going to be sexy and pretty. We no. I'm going to be sexy and pretty in Dothan this weekend, <laughs> but I'm going to be stupid at pretty. the same time. Sexy, yes, pretty. Pretty stupid hey, in sunrise. Dothan this sad. Yeah, yeah. Okay,
3: watch me. All right. Have you ever yeah. seen yourself I will not be side.
1: ugly for you, Uncle Steve. I will not be ugly. For <laughs> <somebody> <laughs>
3: All right, thank you, nephew. Take a picture of him from the side and send it to him.
7: Please. <laughs> Thank you, nephew. Up next, <laughs> strawberry letter subject stuck between two women that I love. We'll get into it right after this.
4: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
0: Before we get to the Strawberry Letter,
7: guys, please, uh, this is just a reminder to please pray for and help our neighbors in Nashville. Various organizations are collecting donations after uh, they had that deadly tornado a few days ago. Our Nashville home station, 1011 thebeatcom You can go there for a list of organizations, including the Salvation Army, United Way, and the American Red Cross to see how you can help. And you're in our prayers as always. Okay, um, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. Uh, If you need advice on relationships, on work, sex, parenting, dating, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. That's very important that you click that, okay? We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up.
1: Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter.
7: Subject, (laughs) Tommy, subject stuck between two women that I love. Uh, Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married to my lovely wife for eight years and we have three children. My wife is great and we have a normal marriage and enjoy each other and enjoy uh, each spending time with each other. Um, when my wife and I started dating, my siblings loved her, but my mom tolerated her. When we decided to get married, my wife told me that she could tell my mom was not happy about it. Um, I blew it off and thought everything thing would be fine. Well, it's not fine, and I feel bad for my wife. My mom has had some health issues and can't live alone right now, she couldn't stay with my brother because he is single and he's always on the go my sister wouldn't let my mom live there because they're like oil and water most of the time so my mother has been living with us i love my mom but recently i have seen with my own eyes how hateful she is to my wife I've overheard her talking to my wife like she's stupid and criticizing how my wife takes care of our house and our children. I could not believe it when I first heard it and witnessed it because she is all sweet and innocent when I'm around. My mother doesn't know that I am on her and her evil ways, but I have to put my foot down and tell her how to stop. Uh, tell her to stop mistreating my wife. I am stuck in the middle of two women I love dearly. I don't know how to tell my mom to chill out, but if I don't do it soon, I feel like my wife will end up putting hands on my mom. Just kidding. My wife is not like that. Uh, but my mom's mouth is so disrespectful. Stephen Shirley, I may have to put my mother out of my house. How can I fix? This? Well, if it comes to that, that may be what you have to do. Uh, and I got to tell you, you're not stuck in the middle. You're not stuck. You're just looking at it that way. Um, I, I got that your mom and everything, but your responsibility, husband, is to your wife first. Uh, even your siblings, her own children, don't want to be bothered with your mom. And uh, she's really out of order doing it in you and your wife's home, telling her she doesn't like the way she takes care of her children or the house. I, I just, you know, she's doing it in your wife's face, right under your nose. I, I just think, husband, it is time for you to step up. You're going to have to. Uh, y- you have all the evidence you need. You said you saw it and you heard it. Um, uh, you heard your mom with your own ears, okay? What more evidence do you need? You you, you, <laughs> you. can't say that your wife is exaggerating. You can't say that your wife is lying on your mom, any of that. Um you're my, you're, you're, your mom changes in front of you. You say, and she's all sweet and innocent. Well, I suggest that uh, you tape your wife on uh, your mom on the cell phone, or when they are talking, how your mom talks to your wife. I I say you secretly take her, tape her on the cell phone, and replay it for her. And. Uh, To me, that's how you deal with it. You needed a way to deal with it. That's how. You show your mom you have the evidence right here. You do it all respectfully, of course. I mean, after all, it is your mom. I hope after she sees herself on tape treating your wife like that, I hope this anyway, that uh, she'll see how hateful she is towards your wife. And maybe this will bring about a healing and a forgiveness in your family. That's what you need, um, you know, for your mom to admit that she's wrong and uh to ask your wife for forgiveness and you said your wife isn't like that it sounds like your wife is really nice she'll forgive her so see how that works for you tape it and play it back for your mom
3: steve oh uh, i don't know Shirley, i can i like what you said i i don't know um this is this is a spot and a lot of people don't know how this spot is but The first woman that a boy ever falls in love with is his mother. That goes on throughout his life. Most boys will protect their mother to the death. I mean, so, and he now has a wife that he absolutely loves. They've been married eight years. They got three beautiful queens. Him and his white kids and him and his wife love spending time together. So, okay, we got a problem now. Because he's stuck, he feels, between two women that he loves. But Shirley made a great point, you are not stuck. Dog, there is no middle here. Now, young man, or however old you are, I don't know how old you are, but dog, there is no middle here. It is very simple. The priority for you in your life now is not your mother, it is your wife. You took vows to your wife. You promised to leave all others and cleave only unto her. Your mama is a trip. <laughs> Dog, <Yeah. laughs> your mama is a trip, man. Your other sister, your brother bachelor, so he can't have mama up in here blocking. I know mama <laughs> got some health issues and we need to pray about that, but your brother couldn't let your mama move in because he'll play Mama up in the house, blocking. Your sister won't let the mama move in with the health issue because they don't get along. You know why I don't get along? Because your mama is a trip, dog. Yes. All right, I'm going to come back. I'm going to to tell you the truth, player. I ain't trying to talk about your mama nothing. I'm just going to tell you she a trip.
7: We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject stuck between two women that I love. We'll get back into it right after this.
4: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. Your subject stuck between man. two
3: women that I love. Yeah, here this man been married eight years to this woman. They got three beautiful kids. He loved a girl. They have a great time together. Even before they got married, the siblings was okay with her, but your mama never really approved. Okay, never really approved of it. So your mama, in essence, don't like your wife, your selection, who you're very, very happy with. You know, your mama can be wrong. Now your mama fell on some health issues. <clears throat> your brother can't take care of because he a player. Your mama can't be up in here blocking. I'm in here running them. I got things to do. I got these girls coming over tonight, you in there cooking greens. We don't wanna smell no greens in this house. <laughs> Some incense. I got mama. I got some things going on. (laughs) I got Lexus. I'm on Lexus. Turn off the lights. You in here got the lights on playing church music. I'm in the back banging, and you up in here playing "Mighty Clouds of Joy" out of Mississippi, third version of the hour. My mama can't (laughs) stay here. Now your uh-uh. sister don't want it in the house because you say in your own words, your sister and your mama is like oil and water. You know why that? Because your mama tripped though. Now I ain't gonna talk about your mama because I don't let nobody talk about my mama, but your mama tripping. Now your mama is tripping with your wife. You done heard her with your own ears. See, you knew your wife was complaining <laughs> about it, but then you heard her talking to her disrespectfully. I don't know why your fat ass can't keep this house clean. <laughs> oh, whoa. Wow. Look at these kids the evidence, in here, too. hair all wow. over their head. They look hungry. The little baby got dirty diaper on. and sitting up in here. Well, excuse oh. me, I've been <laughs> at work, and I just got to, and kids get dirty from time to time. Well, you need to do a better job, and you ain't cooking. I didn't even want this to eat. Well, see, what's going to have to happen is, dog, if you don't step in here, your girl going to tighten up. Now, Shirley, I'm going to give you a reenactment yes, in yes. a second, y'all. I want you to be the mother complaining about certain things. And I'm gonna be his wife checking the mama. (laughs) But first of all, let me tell you something. You done heard Mm -hmm. your mother has been living with y'all and heard her uh, seen it with your own eyes, how hateful she is to your wife. You overheard her talking to your wife like she's stupid and criticizing how my wife take care of the house and our children. I could not believe it when I first heard it and witnessed it. Cause she is sweet and innocent when you around. Because your mama's a trip, man. I told you. <laughs> now I know, uh, Does she don't know that I'm on to her. It's time for you, mama. You can't talk to her that way. This is my wife. I got to put my foot down so you can get out the middle. And she gotta stop mistreating your wife. This your wife's house, man. Ain't nobody want. Ain't no woman want wanting to come home having to walk around the house. Your wife is the queen of the castle. I don't know if you know it or not, but it's not the king of the castle that has the biggest vote. (laughs) It's the queen, partner. As a matter of fact, the queen on the chessboard is the most powerful piece. I got news for you, partner. You, sir, are creating a dilemma for yourself if you don't come to your wife's aid, because that's who you live with. Now, your mama need to go somewhere. (laughs) Now, I I don't know how much money you got, but a small, you know, a room somewhere, a a studio apartment, efficiency, you know, let the bed down at the wall, one room. Well, she can go over there with her evil ass by herself. Mm-mm. But you got to get your mama out your house before she ruined
1: your home ASAP.
3: That's right. Now, That's right. Shirley, I want you to complain yes. as her mother, and I'm going to show you how your wife could check her.
7: Oh, I'm in this bed, honey, and
3: when's the last time you changed these sheets? You're in you this bed because your fat ass don't move around enough. <laughs> well, I'm sick, oh. and
7: I think you should take better care of me. I don't like that soup you brought me last night, by the way. You, you see didn't it's like the soup. You the like stand. everything
3: else you didn't ate. That's why your big ass <laughs> got diabetes, and that's why you're over here now, because they finna take your foot. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa. whoa. And why don't yeah, I'm clean just to you the how bathroom. your wife can check her. Go ahead, say it again. Yeah.
7: And why don't you clean up that nasty bathroom in there? Why don't I, don't I want clean to up that, that nasty
3: bathroom? Because you coming yes. in here, and I'm trying to run your ass off. Ooh, <laughs> and the little snotty-nosed kids, they used to be cute, but now... Them snotty-nosed uh, kids is and... in here sick because of your fat, sick ass mm-hmm. in here got everything. They wasn't sick till you moved in. <laughs> All these old-ass like... germs walking around this house. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: germs. Your...
7: I don't like the way you... You, you got this bedroom arranged. The bed needs to be over there by the window so I can see outside and see what's going on. Why is it over here uh, next to the closet? I don't understand.
3: What is you worried about where what the bed kind of- is at for? You want to look out the window What? so you can get in their business, too? <laughs> Leave my damn neighbors alone. <laughs> And I don't like this hardwood
7: floor in here. I need a carpet, because when I get out the bed, I want to step on something nice and warm and soft. The reason we got hardwood hardwood floors
3: floors is because we know you got bad feet, and we want (laughs) to wear them down till you move. We're not putting no carpet in this house, because old people make the carpet smell old. Wow. And it's too too many mirrors that's, in this house. Don't good. you all know that's what you look
6: one. like? What's the matter? You keep scaling yourself. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
7: I knew you were gonna say that one, Steve. <laughs> all right, listen, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And please don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter Podcast on demand. Now, coming up at forty-six minutes after the hour from the talk, our girl Cheryl Underwood. Yo.
4: You're listening Listing to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: All right, coming up at the top of the hour, Carla's reality show update. But right now, Steve, please introduce our girl from the talk.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, Cheryl Underwood. Thank you, Steve Harvey. And we did it, baby. Don't call it a comeback. Joe Biden did his thing <laughs> on Super Tuesday. Don't hate. Congratulate. The youngins that Bernie <laughs> Sanders was dependent on stayed home, playing place and being on social media. <laughs> now listen, just because people come to your little event, don't mean they coming to vote. That's right. We did our thing. BlackRadioSolidarity.com. We did our think Bloomberg is out and he is endorsed Biden. Everybody that's out is getting ready to endorse Biden. Now one, I'm going to need right. you. Listen, I can't confirm it, Shirley Scarberry. But I was at the nail salon. <laughs> And one of the ladies doing my nails in her language Uh said that Elizabeth Warren is out. So I think they would know before we would know. In her language. (laughs) So, cause I know the language. I know everybody language. I, I speak uh, with the Tagalog, with the Filipino people. I speak enough Spanish to, to understand what's going on. I got to learn language cause I got the ear hustle on other people when they talking about what's happening. The democracy was defended, and I want to shout out to Jill Biden when the when the protesters rushed the stage. Did you see uh-huh. Jill Biden? Yes. Elbow. Push him off his face. Now, that's a man. first lady right there. Protect, Protect your, your man. man. <laughs> life, <Cheryl. laughs> she about yeah. that life. She had quick hands, Carla. Yeah. She had quick yes. hands on that hands. Yes. <laughs> listen to me. This was a great day. And listen, Bernie Sanders, you still doing your thing. But what we need is Tom Steyer and uh, Mayor Bloomberg to put all their money behind My Biden. Money. Now, everybody going to say, uh-uh, mm-hmm. uh-uh, don't do that. No. What we showed was the Black Meant something, and Michael Moore, when he said South Carolina don't count, it counted, and it gave Joe Biden the momentum that he needed, and he won Texas. That's right. Don't play with Mm -hmm. us, Junior. You know you excited right now. You excited right now. Why are you excited? Why are you excited, Junior? Why are you excited? Oh, because we talking. Th- th- we talking? Th- yeah, has <laughs> got to do with Biden? <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, stay no, focused too. That too. Stay focused. Stay, stay focused. Stay focused. But see, me and Junior are happy <laughs> together, so me and Junior should go out and celebrate. You know, get some good catfish, fried fish. And he you know, said he wanted child. to do that a
1: couple of days ago too. He I, said Tommy. That.
5: When you told me that, man, listen oh, me. Yeah. I started fasting and praying and doing sit-ups oh, yeah. and not eating you any salt. So I won't be bloated Uncle with Uncle. me and Junior. This is a you great day. Off. Me yeah. and Cheryl. Junior, we, did, we turned up the turnout. Yeah. Me and Junior so you, did it. Uncle he don't, he don't want Tom. no bloated woman, Shirley, oh, Shirley, Shirley, Shirley. So uh, That's right. Have not because he asked us not. That's he didn't
2: that. have to ask for it.
5: He was going he to get it anyway. We
2: appreciate you,
5: Cheryl. Thank
7: you you. Coming up next, we're going to switch you. gears and go to Carla's reality update <laughs> at the top of the hour right after this.
4: You're listening <laughs> to the Steve Harvey
1: Morning Show. All
7: right. Come on, Tommy. Let's go.
1: Let's go. Let's get it. Let's get it. She is here. It is Carla Farrell with what reality
0: update? All right. Thank you, nephew. Here we go, guys. Real Housewives of Atlanta. Drama, drama, drama listen kenya told cynthia that she and her husband mark were having issues boy are they ever he can't stand her anyway kenya and her husband mark they hosted a charity mentoring event if you will it was a fundraiser type giving back event and it was a lot of drama preparing for this event from who was invited the venue the speakers the seating charts What were they going to wear? A lot of drama. So, first thing, Cynthia noticed that it was rude that Kenya's husband Mark didn't even holler at. Her fiancé, Mike, when they first got there, Mike is the MC of yeah. the event, so Cynthia was like, what's up mm-hmm. with Mark? Then mm-hmm. Mark asked Eva's husband to speak about being adopted his childhood right there on the spot, and Eva was like, well, dang, you want to give somebody some notice if you want them to talk like that. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. Mark was very cold acting toward his wife, Kenya. He didn't even publicly thank her at the event. No. It was just it was really, really awkward and just uncomfortable to watch. But yeah, then I'm gonna Marlo I have to save her. her. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to save Kenya. Well, you're gonna have to. I'm Marlo have to.
3: She got m- arrived time, late. Junior. Wait, what you, got you to guys deal say? With.
1: Junior, you ain't uh. got
3: that kind of time. Uh, for, I know. You um, know it, yes. You Chief, got you Cheryl,
1: you <laughs> uh, I know. It's too brutal. just rolled your ass <laughs> up under that bar. Uh, Yes, he did. man.
0: Uh, let oh. me finish this real quick, though. Let me tell you guys. So Marlo, she arrived late at the uh, event with her nephews, and she was upset about the seating arrangements. Kenya's attitude was like, you're late, and then you bring in plus two, so how are you going to be mad about where you're sitting? But Mark disagreed with his wife Kenya and was happy that Marlo showed up to the event with her nephews because he was like, it's a mentoring event. So, you know, they're never on the same Team. Well, then, towards the end of the episode, Mark was over it. He was going off on the production team. It appeared that he did not like the cameras rolling and filming his entire event. He went off. Mark said he was sick of the show, sick of them filming the event, and he was sick of Kenya's bodyguard, and I think he's sick of her. Someone asked him mm-hmm. how did he like being married to Kenya, he said he hated it. He said hated he hated it. being I... married to her. Yes, so now according to <laughs> That ain't, at the I can end,
7: tell how, you right now But how horrible was, was that though? Was that yeah. to say? That was it was awful, awful.
3: Well, yeah, well was he awful. shouldn't say that publicly
2: he, That was he, terrible, Steve He, he, he did It was so disrespectful Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: I, yeah. I feel bad he was for filed.
0: Kenya I, I really do, yeah, he was yeah, she was there supporting her husband and went all out, and he was just—he was real foul with what he said and how he said it. So it seems to be at the end of this particular episode that day, because, you know, this was obviously filmed in advance, they filed for separation the very next day. So mm-hmm. to this day, Kenya and Mark are still separated, and they are just trying to co-parent together with their beautiful little daughter. You girl, don't have to file daughter, for So separation.
3: cute. I can tell you that.
0: Yeah. Well, you, you, well, what you is, is their mean, issue, I though?
3: He uh, don't like her. That's think, the issue. I, well, I I think he hates her. But I mean, it's is probably pretty much. If some, if you ask a man, how do you feel being married to the person you're married to, and he says, "I hate it," I hate it. I want you to know well, he, something he about hell. I hate hell. it yeah. means I mm-hmm. hate her. <laughs> he hates everything mm-hmm.
5: about it.
7: Dog. No, mm-hmm. If a if
3: yeah, a man's so answer marry to, her? how do you feel about me, well, he didn't he didn't know what he was. Nobody yeah. knows what marriage is until you get
1: in it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Nobody
2: mm-hmm.
1: knows that. Well, me and
3: Kenya going mm-hmm. to go can,
2: can the church man? say yeah. amen? <laughs> amen. amen? Amen. 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 Amen to it's that. It's
7: work.
0: Marriage is work. It, yeah. it is work. It but is. This, this was horrible. He doesn't like her. He doesn't want to be married to her. And that was very obvious on this particular episode. We could talk more about it. We're running out of time on social media, at Lips by Carla. And we'll be back at 20 after.
7: All right, Steve, can you bring the chief love officer in, please, the CLO? Uh, we have another question from him. This is from Marshall in Tampa. Oh, oh the CLO, this one he says, "Stay
3: with me. Yeah, that's really Steve. Okay,
7: because <laughs> you know how you and your characters are, you know. Hello, Steve. It says, I have been with my man for 15 years, and around Christmas he told me he was ready to get married. So we picked out a $4,000 ring, and I bought it for myself. I posted it all on my Facebook page that he had finally put a ring on it. A few days later, my man said he felt rushed and called the whole thing off. He said he still wants to date me and we will get
3: married soon.
7: What is soon? Should I walk away from him?
1: (laughs)
3: That's really all it is. He just buys some time. When he told you he wanted to get married, he didn't say now. He was buying time with the I want to get married statement. Y'all been dating for 15 anything. years. <laughs> she bought the ring. 15 years. You jumped a gun, <laughs> bought a $4,000 ring, and posted it. He didn't buy you a ring. He just said he wanted to get married. He did not make the two things you need to go with I want to get married. It's three things. When, to who, Mm-hmm. And he didn't say you.
7: Mm. We'll have more with the chief love officer, our CLO, Steve Harvey, coming up at 33 minutes after the if hour the right chief, after what this. What am
1: I? What am I if he the chief? I don't understand <laughs> what You're not I. in this. You the fool. <laughs> Prankster. King of pranks.
4: <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are with our
7: chief love officer, Steve Harvey. Wait, Shirley, hold on. Uh, wait, wait,
1: wait. If, if he what, the chief love officer... What am I? Yeah. I got to be something. <laughs> no. Nah, mm, you ain't me. nothing, dog.
2: You ain't nothing. <laughs> I'm something. Let me tell you what no. you is.
3: You the king of pranks. Yep. You the, uh-huh. the, the prince of st- st- stupidity. Uh, you For own a Are you stuttering you're right stand now? You a stand-up comedian. Check. And then uh, and stuff like that. He's, you he's Nobody's he's ever written in to ask you a love question. You have nothing I to do with being the CLO.
7: But wait a minute, Steve. He is the
3: host of Ready to Love on OWN. Don't forget that. He's the host yeah. of Ready to Love, not How to Love.
1: That's <laughs> the same thing, ain't it? No, it Too ain't. stupid. No, no. Your show is
3: about people that's already ready <laughs> to love. <late. laughs> All right, so Steve. I'm ask how to love. <laughs>
7: This question for you was from Marcelle in Tampa. She said she's been with her man for 15 years around Christmas. He told her he was ready to get married. So they picked out a $4,000 ring, and she bought it for herself, posted it on her Facebook page, saying she finally he finally put a ring on it. Then days later, her man said he felt rushed, called the whole thing off, and said he still wants to date her, and uh, we will get married soon is what he said. She wants to know what is soon, and should she
3: walk away? And Tommy said that I agree, he bought some time. He bought some time when he said he was almost ready to get married. He bought some time then. You jumped the gun, bought a $4,000 ring, posted it. Why? Now he said he rushed and called the whole thing off because he didn't ask you to marry him. And then I told you before, the three things missing with that almost ready statement was when, mm-hmm. to who, and he did not say to you. So now she wants mm-hmm. to know, should I stay with this? Well, you 15 years. 15 Ooh, That's a long years. time. And you bought your own ring?
7: Whew.
0: That's tough. Yeah.
2: You yeah. bought that's your own tough.
0: ring, man.
3: So that's, now that here's the lot.
7: question.
3: $4,000. About should I what? stay? Here's what women do. Women say, well, I done put 15 years in. I don't want it to be for nothing you have nothing you just have 15 years of something you don't want what you what you do want he's not willing to give so the simple question i've said this a hundred times in advance repeating do you walk away that's up to you but if you stay do you want 15 more years of this because nothing's Mm -hmm. changed And he's not going to change. He's been talking about getting married for the longest, 15 years. Mm. She needs to go. So you have to make up that decision for yourself.
7: All right. uh, We'll be back with our last break of the day and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 Minutes After, right
6: after this.
4: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's crazy how
6: much we have to pay for outdated, impersonal health care. And even crazier that we all just accept it. They then create custom, easy-to-understand plans to help guide you to achieving long-term health. With Forward, you get unlimited in-person visits with your doctor and access to care anytime via the Forward app, all for one flat monthly fee. It's time to stop accepting backwards health care and start moving your health forward. Visit GoForward.com today to learn more. That's GoForward.com.
2: All
7: right, Steve, here we are, our last break of the day.
3: It's, it's been, been a last good day.
7: Yes, it is, and it's been a good day. We've had fun today. <laughs> yes, we have. Yeah. And Carl is back. It's all good in the hood. Yeah, Carl is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy has. Uh, mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
3: I, I feel so bad for you, man, because I ain't ugly. You got uh, no. But, I'm tell you, I'm see, right, like, damn, dog. I'm not ugly, dog. Dog, I got ready to say I feel so bad for you because you got a great career working and everything. But I don't have an ugly career,
1: though. I have a nice, sexy career that's (laughs) happening. Wow. Hey, man.
3: God, dog. I'm tripping because I'm actually trying to pay you a compliment. I know, but you're going to put ugly
1: on the end of it, though, ain't you? Okay, let not
0: Listen.
1: Let's see how. Linda. Let me just no. see how I go. You know it's a movie about his life, Insecure. You know that. It's a movie. Shut up, Shirley. And, and
3: why is people insecure? <laughs> What's the number one Cause reason? Because they ugly. That peop- <laughs> Come on, Junior. Shut up, Junior. The number one reason why people are insecure is what, Junior? Because they're ugly. That's the Johnny. number one reason for security. Insecurity. Love you. <sighs>
1: Whatever. And if you short, that like a, a troll. How <laughs> you
5: come Steve? No
1: and- troll, I'm a troll
3: <laughs> now? now? Come
2: on, he Steve. He said, you got that troll, See, I didn't not say you was a Steve. troll.
3: I said, if you short and ugly, that's like a troll. Then he said, I'm a troll. You remember what my father told you? Tommy, you remember what uh grandfather told you that if you keep talking, he going to make you stand outside and hold and land he a, oh, he a gnome
2: yes. Shut up, Junior He was going to
3: put Tommy in a jockey suit
2: <laughs> And make him hold a lamp outside <laughs> Oh, God They called my a party And the church people was what? coming
3: over And they said, uh-huh. so they'll know the house My daddy said he was going to put Tommy in a <laughs> jockey suit on And have him stand out on the steps And hold a lamp
2: Steve, I'm sure this
7: is not going to go with your closing, so cut oh, it.
2: No, be no, no, not at all. All right, I'm sorry. All right, sorry. All
3: right let's go. Here's the closing remarks today. I'm sorry.
2: Y'all. But it was
3: fun. Uh, <laughs> listen, you know. Uh, Crazy. Shut up, Jim, this is a big church party. Um, I think a lot of times, man, uh, those of us who are people of faith, we often ask God for certain things and in waiting for it we get tired and i'm the same way uh it's it's some things that i've been talking to god about for a while and it it just doesn't seem to be happening but he has ways of doing it that's so high above our thinking level and our concept level that it actually could be happening but because we are so focused on it not happening and not going the way we perceive it that we don't even notice the things that he's actually doing on our behalf and a lot of it is unbeknownst to us. See, man, faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. That is the essence of becoming successful. If you could see it, how hard would it be? It would be fairly simple. If you could see where the finish line was, there would be no need to get tired and stop. You know it's right there, just keep going. It's just right there. But faith ain't set up that way. The finish line ain't set up that way. Your goals and dreams and visions are not set up that way. It is cloudy on your way to your dreams and visions. It is roadblocks on your way to your dreams and vision. It is detours on your way. It is peaks and valleys on your way. It is traps along the way. There are setbacks along the way. If it was a straight line from here to where you wanted to go, do you know how simple that would be? And if you could see it, how simple that would be. Listen to me, everybody. This is the concept of life for all of us. I don't care if your name is Bloomberg. I don't care if your last name is Zuckerberg. I don't care if your last name is Jordan or Woods. It doesn't matter. Your last name can be Winfrey. Do you understand that it is set up this way for everybody? You have got to be willing to fight through to get to the end that is your success. And the biggest mistake we make, man, is we compare ourselves to other people. Man, you ain't going to ever be happy like that because there's always somebody with a bigger boat, a bigger car, a nicer watch, a bigger house. If you don't learn that in this process of life, That God is taking you through this journey. And if you can keep the faith, there is a bright side for you waiting for you. And a lot of times you're actually in the middle of the sun coming up, but you don't see it because you keep turning around looking at the darkness. You don't even see the sun coming up over the hill because you keep turning around looking at your life in total darkness, man. Faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. Understand that 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 is for everybody. Keeping the faith is keeping the belief that God is on the way. As hard as it may seem, he always comes and he ain't ever too late. He's never been too late. Those are my closing remarks. That's it. Hey, y'all have a great weekend, man. We're getting close. I'm getting on the plane. I'll see y'all
2: tomorrow.
7: For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com.
4: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.